Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everyone. I'm Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. If you've been with us in previous episodes, you know we've looked at the book of Galatians, which is a phenomenal study about the fact that if you're a true believer, then you have freedom and you have liberty and you're not under the law. And then we spent a few episodes looking at the the Feast of the Lord, the Feast that the Lord God himself gave to the nation of Israel. And you think, well, that's sort of two disparate type of things. No, not really. Okay, they're in the Word of God, right? And so uh, the Feast of the Lord, though, I really wanted to look at that in relationship to what we're looking at now. And what we're looking at now is the Lord's week. What was happening and going on in the life of the Lord Jesus Christ? What is the timing? What is the sequence of the last week that he was here on earth? The Scripture gives us much detail, and particularly in the Gospels. You go and see, and it'll say on this day and on that day. What we're looking at today is the 10th day of Nisan. This would be uh, our sunset Friday to our sunset Saturday. Okay, remember the Hebrew day begins at sundown. And so this 10th day of Nisan, on a Friday at sunset to Saturday at sunset, that means that it is the weekly Sabbath. Okay, the Sabbath that they honored every week, what we saw over in Exodus 12. The weekly Sabbath was this day. This was also the day that in Leviticus 23 that they were told on the 10th day of the month of Nisan to set aside a lamb that would be used for the sacrifice on the 14th day. So for four days, this lamb would be observed. This lamb would be studied to make sure that it was a perfect lamb, that it was a lamb without blemish. And so let me just cut to the chase here with the truth. That's what happens here. The Lord Jesus Christ will come in the next day and the people will see for four days that he is who he said he is, that he is the perfect lamb of God. Okay, he's the perfect one. So the scripture we're going to look at today comes out of uh, John 12, chapter 12. And it says this, Jesus, therefore, six days before the Passover, came to Bethany where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. And we saw in the last episode that he had been um, with um, Zacchaeus, he had come in from Jericho toward Jerusalem, but he returned to Bethany and spent the night of Bethany. He would come to the Jerusalem and then go spend the night with friends in Bethany. It was just down the road, as we would say around here. And a lot of times when you read the Gospels, you have to look and see which Gospel you're speaking of when it says six days from here, six days. Does it mean six days like daylight or from the evening? Is it the Hebrew mindset timing or is it the Gentile mindset timing? So he comes back to Bethany, and it makes a point here of, where Lazarus was, whom Jesus had raised from the dead. So Lazarus is there. He'd been raised from the dead. Verse 2, So they made Jesus, made him a supper there, and Martha was serving. But Lazarus was one of those reclining at the table with him. Mary then took a pound of very costly perfume, a pure nard, and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, who was intending to betray him, said, Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor people? I tell you, just a little parenthetical thought here. That is so often the pattern and the actions of a religionist, of one who professes to be a believer, the one who professes to be of the kingdom of God. And they're so worried about the poor and they're so worried. And we should be. I mean, the scripture tells us that, right? 
But there's another agenda, and we're about to see what it is in the next verse. And you see this type of attitude, and they sound so self-righteous, and they come across as so condemning to other folks. Beware of those. They're rampant within the body of Christ. So verse 5 again. Why was this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? Verse 6. Now he, this is Judas, said this not because he was concerned about the poor, but because he was a thief. And as he had the money box, he used to pilfer what was put into it. Verse 7. Therefore Jesus said, let her alone so that she may keep it for the day of my burial. So Jesus himself is acknowledging that this is preparatory for his day of burial. That had to absolutely shock them. Now, Jesus had been telling the disciples all along, hey, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to Jerusalem. I'm going to be turned over to the powers that be. I'm going to be killed. I'm going to die, but on the third day I'll rise again. He said it several times. Here he's saying, this is being done for my day of burial. She was anointing him for his day of burial. Verse 8, for you always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The large crowd of the Jews then learned that he was there, and they came, not for Jesus' sake only, but they that they might see Lazarus, whom he raised from the dead. You know, you often wonder about that, what type of impact that made within the community. Well, we see right here, they, they heard about Jesus, they'd heard his teaching, they wanted to see him, but they really wanted to see, in this case, Lazarus, because he had been dead. And they'd heard about that he had been raised from the dead. And they were, as we are, amazed by that. And there's nothing wrong, I don't think, with wanting to see that. As a matter of fact, it was having an impact <laughs> that verse 10 says this. But the chief priest planned to put Lazarus to, dead, to death also. Because on account of him, many of the Jews were going away and were believing in Jesus. You know, I don't know if I've ever heard a sermon preached on that because I think there's a lot to be said right there. That even though Lazarus was brought forth from the dead by the Lord himself, there were people who were still wanting to kill him. Why were they wanting to kill him? Because he had been brought forth from the dead. Because people were hearing about that and they were turning away from Judaism. They were turning away from the religion that the uh, religionists had created and the fact that they were the people were under their thumb, and they were turning away from that, and they were turning away to Jesus. And so what was the solution in the eyes of the Jewish leadership? Well, we're going to kill him. We're going to do away with him. When you go to uh, uh, Mark and to Matthew, you find out that Jesus, after this right here, went out of the city, out of Jerusalem, to Bethany, and he lodged there. He spent the night there again. Okay. Being the Sabbath day, there wasn't a great deal of moving back and forth, okay, because of the Sabbath day they rested, but he, it was a Sabbath day journey, how far that was allowed. And so Jesus was anointed for death on the 10th day of the sun prior to the 14th day of the sun when he would truly be the sacrificial lamb. As we go, ninth day, 10th day, 11th day, you're going to see that the Lord is just taking him right down the path that will lead him uh, to the cross. Everything that the uh, Father God knew about before he spoke everything into existence was coming to fruition in exactly the way that he planned. 
So anyway, as I told you before, make sure you check these things. Take your Bible out. Read it. Examine it yourself to see if it be true. I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time. Goodbye.